if you've been posting stuff online for long enough, you've had some negative comments. You've had haters. You've had people talk shit about your appearance or the way you sound or what you're talking about or whatever. It just happens. But guys, that shows you you're on the right track. Okay? Have you ever heard the phrase, dogs don't bark at parked cars? Dogs only bark at things that are moving. When you're moving, you're going to get barked at. Okay? That's a good sign. And I'm going to teach you today how to get over that and how to get to that point if you're not quite there yet. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 194 of the Massive Agent Podcast. I have a short and uh, a quick and dirty episode for you today, I guess. Hopefully, it's not too dirty, but definitely short. Um, dogs don't bark at parked cars. Have you ever heard that phrase? It, first off, I think it's hilarious. Uh, but second of all, it's it perfectly sums up how we need to be looking at getting negative feedback, getting criticism, getting shit talked on us when we post stuff online because it's actually a great sign. Okay. Now, the reason that I'm talking about this today is I posted on Instagram the other day, this, uh, this quote, and I said, uh, maybe I should find it. I said, because I get this all the time. I I have people that are like, well, I, I do video, but I really don't like the way I look. I don't like the way that I look on camera. And it says, I hate to break it to you, but that's actually what you look like. That's what you look like when you're out at the grocery store or at soccer practice or whatever, that's what you look like. The video just shows it. And so some people just, they have this fear of people talking shit about how they look and sound and what they're saying or how they're saying it or losing your train of thought or your voice squeaks, your voice cracks, whatever. By the way, all of which usually happens, like all of that usually happens in one episode of this show, but that's besides the point. Uh, it, that's okay. All right. And I want, here's my goal for this episode to help you get past the insecurities and the, the fears and, and worries that are holding you back from putting yourself out there on social media. Because, guys, it's, it's no longer just a, a nice to have, you know, doing social media content, it's not just a nice to have and not just a business boost. It's a freaking requirement if you want to survive. We're at that point. We're at the point now where there's enough of your competitors in your market that are doing video, that are using social media the right way, and that are getting a shitload of attention. But are you? Now, if if you're not, and they are, well, we're at the point now where there's enough of them where you don't exist to the consumer. I'm sorry, you just don't. And maybe you get referred to somebody, but they're going to go Google you. They're going to look you up on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And if they don't see anything or they can't even see your face because it's nothing but quote pics and stuff from Canva and pictures of homes, they're going to be like, no, you have to be visible in the newsfeed. You have to. Okay? You may not be feeling it right now in your business, but I guarantee you at some point soon, you're going to be noticing, wow, like where did my business go? Where did my referrals go that I used to get? How come I'm not getting hired the way that I used to be? Well, this is why you don't exist because no one can find you. No one can see you. 
out of sight, out of mind. And what's holding you back from being visible is this fear and insecurity that if you post a video, you're going to look stupid. What are people going to say? They're going to laugh at me. They're going to whatever. Let me just say this. Like you guys that have listened to this show for a while, you know, I've said some dumb shit. Okay. I've said some dumb, dumb shit since the beginning of this episode. And I do it all the time, but I just don't care because I'm being me. And the people that really don't like my personality, don't like the way I say things, they've tuned out a long time ago. I'm okay with that. And what's happened is like, I get 99%, 99% of the, the comments or feedback that I get is positive. 99%. Now, that tells me two things. One, I'm doing a great job of filtering out those that I'm just not their cup of tea. Awesome. I'm sure that that is happening. But at the same time, I'm also thinking, damn, I'm not out there enough. I'm still small time. I don't have the audience that I should have because I'm not getting the haters. I'm not getting the negative comments. Dogs don't bark at parked cars. And right now I'm not being barked at. So I feel parked. So are you getting barked at? Are you getting negative comments? If you are, that's actually a good thing. Now, when people talk shit to you in a comment or whatever, it's usually never about you. It's usually someone who's miserable at some level that feels like they have to make themselves feel better by talking shit to you when they know, you know, and they know full well that they would never put themselves out on video. They'd never do that. They don't have the balls to do that. And then you decide, hey, I'm going to actually step out there. I'm going to build the courage to do this and I'm going to do a video. And let's say some jackass does say, mm, your hair looks stupid or whatever. Is that really about you or is it about them being a miserable prick? I would argue it's the latter. They're a miserable son of a bitch. I mean, who talks shit about somebody's hair on social media? It's, it's just a weird thing like to take time to talk shit to somebody. So the people who, who may make those comments are not exactly people that would be your clients. They're not exactly people you'd want to associate with or that can help you grow. In fact, have you ever, ever met a successful person? Or, or let me put it this way. Have you ever come across somebody who is... Um, I don't want to say above you, but they're, they're at a level in business or life that you aspire to. Okay. So you, you see them as like, you want to get to where they're at. That's what I mean by above you. Have you ever had someone above you or, or at a, a higher level than you talk shit to you? Does that ever happen? If you, if this is really a concern for you, having people talk shit about you or say negative things about you, I want you to think about who is doing that? Are those people successful? Are they more successful than you? Are they at a place that you want to be in life? Do they have a life and a career worth emulating and aspiring to? Hell no, they don't. They're pieces of shit, usually. Or, or if they're not a piece of shit, they're just having a rough day. They're frustrated. They're miserable. They're, they're taking something is not right in their life or internally in themselves, that's making them take it out on you because it's easy. And you know that they would never do it face-to-face. -face. It's so much easier for them to just type some bullshit in a YouTube comment. Speaking of YouTube comments, Christina Smallhorn, someone I really look up to in this industry. She's a great real estate agent, YouTuber, and she's one of the largest or has one of the largest YouTube audiences of any real estate agent that I'm aware of. 
And she's constantly on Facebook sharing some of the negative comments that she gets from people. It's usually, it's always about her looks, like her choice of color of her eyeshadow or it, like the way she laughs or something like that. And she, she puts it out there. I, I'm sure that it, it can't help but bother her a little bit. But at the same time, when she takes when she takes the power away from that comment and shares it with others, like, hey, guys, look at what this dipshit just said. Look at these assholes that I'm dealing with. It takes the sting away because er- then everyone's like, oh, my God, that's, that's horrible. Like, I can't believe someone would ever say that. And you realize it's not what most people think. It's just one jackass in their underpants in their parents' basement talking shit to you. And they're probably 16 years old or 33 years old. And they're still on government assistance by choice. Whatever. Um, I don't really care what those people think. And I hope you guys don't either. So if you are getting barked at, if you are a moving car getting barked at, good. You're moving in the right direction. You're doing the right things. And like I said before, if you're getting the majority of your feedback that's positive, great. Congratulations. But are you moving fast enough? Are you putting yourself out there enough? Because I... I want to get to a point where I'm getting the dipshit haters talking shit because that shows me that I'm, I'm doing the right thing, that I'm getting in front of enough people that those people appear and they start seeing my stuff. One way to look at it, guys. Um, there's, there's so much upside. There's so much. There's so many. There's an overwhelming. Wow. There's an overwhelming number of reasons why you should be recording video and putting it up. Okay? Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, YouTube, all of the above, right? Like you need to be out there on these platforms because that's where all the consumers are. And that's where all your competitors are, not all, but that's where a lot of your competitors are now. So if you're not, you don't exist. But how cool is it that once you do start to put yourself out there, let's say you I'm going to back up. I really don't think that this fear that you have of somebody thinking you look stupid or sound dumb or whatever, I don't think it's nearly the threat or the, uh, I don't think there's a likelihood that you think there is. Not until you get to the level where you have hundreds of thousands of subscribers like Christina Smallhorn. I don't know the exact number that she has on YouTube, but it's substantial, like over 100,000 subscribers plus. And she gets people from inside the industry, outside the industry, all over the place. She's, she's reached that level where she gets shit talkers. She gets the trolls. That's a good place to be. Okay. But most of us, myself included, we're not there yet. We're not to troll level yet. I, we should aspire to, because that means we've done a hell of a job building an audience. But when you start out, the fears that you have about recording yourself, recording your voice, posting a video to your story or posting it on Facebook or going live or whatever, and I'm, I'm just realizing my camera is shaking like a son of a bitch because I need a new monitor. This monitor, <laughs> not, not so good. Anyways, if you're watching on YouTube, you know what I'm talking about. So I'll stop touching my desk as I'm talking. Um, there we go. There's the squirrel moment for the day. So train of thought has derailed. It's gone. Um, when you're putting yourself out there, let's say you're afraid of your voice cracking or stumbling or losing your train of thought. And, that, and then that actually happens. Okay? You record a video, you're, you're live. You do a Facebook live and you lose your train of thought. You stumble, your voice cracks, uh, you have to cough, whatever. A, a car drives by and honks and totally uh, derails your train of thought. Car didn't even drive by and 
you know, I do it to myself. But let's say that happens. The people that are watching you before your audience gets to hundreds of thousands or millions, the people that are watching you are people who like you. They're, they're, they already know who you are. They like you for who you are today. They like you for the way you look, the way you sound, what you say, how you say it. That's why they like you. So those are the people that are going to see it. And those people, when you, when it, or if you do have a little <clears throat> mistake, they're going to jump to your defense and be like, oh my God, I would do the same thing. You handled that so well. I, I wouldn't have been able to have the courage to do that. You're so awesome. I see this all the time from agents. When, once you finally build the courage to put yourself out there, and this is not just for people that have never done video, it's for people that don't do enough of it. It's the same, the same limiting beliefs, the same limiting beliefs. If you're doing some of it, awesome. Now you just need to do a hell of a lot more. And there's some time constraints there that you have to work through. Of course, we all have, we, we all have a limited bandwidth to put out social media content. I get it. Um, but you get so much support. You get so much support when you get support and you get remembered. I almost said memorized. You get remembered for the things that you think are liabilities, that you think are mistakes and screw-ups, that you were so worried about losing your train of thought, the car driving by and honking or yelling something at you while you're live on Facebook. That's the stuff that people remember and endears you to them. If, if you are so perfectly polished and you never have any mistakes, you don't say, um, you don't lose your train of thought. It's just like, boom, 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 boom. Then you're a news anchor. You're, you're a national level news anchor with no freaking personality. That's very hard. Like you may like to listen to that person, but you're not going to make a personal connection with them. You can't make a personal connection with stone Phillips on the evening news because they're, they're stone. That's such a great name for is stone Phillips, a real person, or is that a Simpson Simpsons character? I've got to look this up. I'm pretty sure Stone Phillips was an actual news anchor for like Dateline or some shit, whatever. I don't watch that stuff anyways, but I know the name or it might be a Simpsons character. Either way, those people are just so rigid and they're not human. It's the human element, the screw ups, the ums, the, you know, those little teeny things that make people connect with you. Do you understand that? So literally, the things that are holding you back from putting yourself out there on social media more often are the things that will drive people to you and endear them to you or endear you to them. Those things you're worried about as liabilities are huge freaking assets. <laughs> with, with this podcast, for example, I've done 194 episodes. This is 194. I've lost my train of thought. I don't know how many times. Squirrel moments. Like a lot, you guys that have been listening for a long time, you know, when I say squirrel, what I mean, like some of you guys even message me and DM the squirrel emoji. Sometimes I had one of you guys, um, set, find on Amazon, a squirrel pillow and send it to me. I'm looking back to see if I can find it, uh, because of my screw ups, but the screw ups you remember, and it's not a negative, it's a positive because a connection has been made. It's pretty crazy. So if you guys are stuck or you're just not doing enough or you're worried about trolls and shit talkers, dogs don't bark at parked cars, guys. 
there's a resource that I really want you guys to look into and and try out. So you know that I've I'm a huge lead generation guy. I love Facebook ads. I love generating leads organically from social. Um, I and I also get kind of nerdy about you know how to take your contacts and your leads and put them into a system and scale. Right? How how do you convert those leads into clients? And then how do you continue to scale so that you can grow an actual business and not just run your own job? Well, to do that, you have to have the right tool, okay? And you need a great CRM. There are a ton of CRMs out there. Uh, the one that I've looked at a lot, I've seen for years, and I recently have partnered with for a reason is Follow Up Boss. I believe Follow Up Boss is by far the best CRM out there for real estate agents who want to scale and want to grow quickly. Okay, they have certain features, certain tools, certain functionality uh, that's very user friendly, but it's built literally for agents that are doing pretty good, but they want to scale like crazy. Okay. So if you have leads that are falling through the cracks, you need follow-up boss. If you have too many leads and you don't quite know how to reach them all or how to organize them, you need follow-up boss. If you're bringing on team members, if you're at the point where you're like, I need to find a buyer's agent. I need to find a showing specialist. I need this. You need follow-up boss. There's, it's, it's, not a, it's not a surprise why some of the largest teams and most successful brokerages and teams in the country all use follow-up boss, like the majority, the vast majority. So you can try it out. If you went to follow-up boss's website, they'd give you a 14-day free trial, which is awesome. But even more awesome is because you're a massive agent listener, they will give you a 30-day free trial. You just have to go to followupboss.com slash MA, followupboss.com slash MA, get the 30-day free trial, no credit card required. How cool is that? It's always kind of bugged me sometimes. Like I don't I don't know why, but it's more friction. When you have to give a credit card, to, sometimes you just don't do the free trial because you're like, eh, what if I forget? Well, they're so confident that they have a badass platform that you're going to love. They don't even make you put in a credit card. They'll just give you 30 days for free and they're confident you're going to like it and, and move forward and um, adopt them as the CRM afterwards. So make sure you go get that right now. Follow up boss, hell of a, hell of a company, hell of a product. And I'm seeing their CRM helping agents on my team scale very quickly. It's not magic, but it's pretty close. So go check them out, guys. And before we wrap it up this week, I want to thank you for listening to this because this was just, I didn't really plan to do this episode until yesterday. And I've got this idea and I'm like, you know what? This is the topic I need to do. Here's Here's some thoughts on it. But so many of you guys have feedback that you're stuck, especially with social media and getting over those fears and insecurities is a, is a huge part, but there's also knowing what to do. Okay. So knowing, knowing what you should be doing, what you're maybe, maybe you're doing social media, but you're not seeing any results. And let me tell you this, if you're not getting half of your business from social media, somehow you're doing it wrong. You have adjustments that must be made, but you need someone to help you look and see which adjustments to make. Because usually you don't have to go in, like if you're going this way, usually you don't have to flip and go the opposite way. That's usually, usually you just need a slight adjustment and the results start flying in. Like it's, it's crazy. So with that in mind, we built the Massive Agent Social Bootcamp for people like you, people that you, you, you're tired of hearing other agents in your office and in your brokerage talk about how many deals they get from social. And you're like, well, how come I don't get any? I, I'm telling you, you're probably doing a lot right. You just have to make some adjustments. Well, if I was going to help every one of you one-on-one, 
It's it's not possible. It's like it's like door knocking. It's it's not a leveraged thing. Like you, you could do a video that reaches ten thousand people, but how long would it take you to go door knock ten thousand doors, right? So I can't do that one on one. The next best thing is to work with twenty of you one on one and and give you personal attention. So we did the the we're we're officially doing season two of the Massive Agent Social Bootcamp. Season two is now open for registration. It starts September 22nd. There are less than 20 spots available right now. We had some from the waiting list and you guys who follow me on social already claimed some of the spots. So there are fewer than 20, but go to massiveagentbootcamp.com and find out how by making some tweaks, you can actually get an extra three deals over the next 60 days. Another 36,000 in commission on average over the next 60 days by doing what we're going to teach you. It's not about it's not about information or tactics. It's about implementation of those tactics. And so you will have personal direct access to me the entire time. And that's why we limit it to only 20 people max. Right now, there's less than 20 available. Um, so I'd love to see you guys there. It's been great. The feedback we've received from the first group of agents, You know, this is season two. We, we did um, the first season and great feedback. It's awesome. I mean, people are changing their social media approach. Um, it's not just social media. We're teaching you how to build an online presence on Google so people can start finding you when they search for a realtor in Salt Lake City, homes for sale in West Virginia, whatever. West Virginia is not a very localized thing, but let's say West Jordan, that's a city instead of a state. We teach you how to dominate online. It, dominate online. Social media is part of that. Google is part of it. Facebook and Instagram ads and retargeting is part of it. And the way you think is part of it. All of which we teach you over this 60-day bootcamp, Massive Agent Social Bootcamp. I hope to see you guys there. Go grab your spot right now. And I will see you guys next week. Appreciate you all so much. Um, let Guys, hit me up on Instagram. Send me a message. Let me know what you took away from this episode. I'd really like to know if if you had any aha moments. Did, did we help you break through any limiting beliefs or objections that you have? What did you learn from this week's episode and what are you going to do about it? That's what I want to know. Send me a DM on Instagram. Love to hear from you guys. Thank you so much. See you guys next week.